This is Sex Ed Debunked, a cross-generational podcast hosted by mother-daughter duo, Christine and Shannon Curley, where we talk about all the things you learned or didn't learn in sex ed and where it all went wrong. From the abstinence curriculum to the monogamy myth and the vast spectrum of rainbow representation, we'll get real about sex positivity and catch you up on everything from proper anatomy to the holistic benefits of a great sex life. Tune in to Sex Ed Debunked wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hi, and welcome to Sex Ed Debunked, a cross-generational podcast about sex positivity, sexual health, and a whole new semester of sex education for our listeners. Woo! Woohoo! And of course, Happy New Year! Yay! New Year's is my absolute favorite holiday because I love, love the fresh start, the fresh intentions, the fresh perspective, all of it. I love that you said intentions because I think we get really caught up with resolutions around New Year's. And a resolution is this like firm decision, which isn't really what the New Year is about. Exactly. Definitely not, not resolutions because they set us up to feel bad when we fall short. You know, we set these resolutions to focus on what we didn't do right in the past year. You know, did we, we didn't lose weight. We didn't exercise. You know, oh, I want to find balance. All these things that we criticize ourselves for falling short. And let's instead um, set intentions. And this is something that came to me. Um, I'm new to this. Okay. So I just like to reiterate to our listeners that I'm not some granola girl that lived my life this way. In 2016 is really when I changed my mindset. Um, in 2015, I had a bout with chronic Lyme that was really serious. Um, I had to leave my professional career for several months and really kind of change my lifestyle. And when 2016 rolled around, I looked back at some journals where I had written down New Year's resolutions, and I was like, holy crap, every year I wrote the same version of the same thing. Less stress, more fun, more balance, yada, yada, yada. And I epically, epically failed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my version of that is go to the gym, which I don't do. Read more, which is just me buying more books but not reading them. Travel more, (laughs) which traveling more would be great, except that the pandemic has made it a little bit difficult to follow through on that. So it's hard to set up resolutions for yourself because if they don't happen, even for things that are outside your control, you just feel like you failed. And that's not a great way to feel going into a new year. No, it it totally sucks. So what I do now is I set New Year's intentions. And what I mean by intentions is to visualize what I want the year to feel like. How do I want to feel going forward? I want to feel positive. I want to feel grateful. I want to get in touch with my sensuality and my sexuality. And all I do is set that intention so that when I start each day or start each week, I feel like it's a fresh start around how I want to feel in my body from day to day. And, you know, that's a, it's still a skill and it's still a challenge and it's still a practice, but I don't feel so much guilt and shame about the days that I fall short because there are still days I fall short that I have no balance and uh, days are shitty and it's rainy, but um, the setting the intentions is the way we're going to set for our season going forward. Right. This is our long-winded segue into the topic of this episode, which is our syllabus for next semester, um, our intentions for the new year of sex ed debunked, if you will. So um, in college, we have a syllabus day. And the syllabus day is when the teacher meets with the students the first day of class, and we go over the syllabus. And 
the professor sets the intention of what is going to be happening during the, the semester. And it's kind of a loose intention. It's a it's an idea of these are the topics we're going to cover. Um, this is the order we're going to try to cover them in. But what we do after the syllabus day and providing the syllabus to the students, or at least what I do, is then I offer the students an opportunity to email or use a discussion board and suggest other topics um, either topics they're super interested in that I didn't include or topics that I included that they would like me to get more in-depth in so that as the semester goes forward, it's always subject to revisions. So yes, as usual, we would love it if you would drop us some comments on our socials or send us an email at sexedebunked at gmail because what we're really hoping for with this semester is to be more collaborative with you. Um, you know, it's a learning experience for us, but it's a learning experience for you too. And I think the best way we can go forward in the next semester is by doing it together. And last episode or a couple of weeks ago, I said it's Socratic seminar style, but it kind of is like, which, yeah. you know, means that everyone gets to contribute. And, and, you know, the good thing about this semester is that you're not getting graded. No. So, <laughs> you know, really just throw out whatever topics you, you're interested in. Um, and we've got a few from last from last semester, quote unquote, we've got a few myths that people have submitted to us that we're really excited to talk more about. But the more uh, input we can get from y'all, the more, I think, thorough and interesting and collaborative the next semester is going to be. Because because like you said, Chan, we have things we want to learn more about. Um, I see new research coming across my email that I want to delve into. And I'm sure that if we're curious, other people are curious too. So before we get into the broad outline of what's coming. Um, what's coming? <laughs> yeah, pun intended, not intended. Um, it's always intended. All <laughs> puns intended. That's our sub tagline. Right. <laughs> yeah. There are a few important dates in January we want to bring to your attention. First up, the first week of January is Women's Self-Empowerment Week. So any and all women, anyone who identifies as a woman, that is a great week to practice self-care, um, practice some self-love, which as a side note, January is also as a whole self-love month. Not to be confused with masturbation, May. Mm, we love the alliteration. Um, <laughs> January 6th is also National Cuddle Up Day, which is a very nice reminder that intimacy does not have to be sexual. Cuddling is awesome, especially when it's cold up here in the wintertime. <laughs> right. Um and after National Cuddle Up Day comes National and International Fetish Days. A little different, slightly different, opposite ends of the thing, of spectrum. Uh, but that's January 15th is National Fetish Day and January 21st is International Fetish Day. Yeah, so in those weeks, we'll definitely have some episodes debunking myths around kink and BDSM. And we'll bring back Lucas from Mr. Sister to talk about the kink community and some misconceptions about what kink really means. Um, and also, you know, as, as Shannon said, January is self-love month. So for the month of January, I encourage all of our listeners of all genders and sexualities to set an intention towards self-love, which I mean in the broadest sense. So setting an intention towards mindful sexuality, which can lead to mindful sexuality. Right. And once again, um, just acknowledging as we go forward into this new year, we are not the experts in every one of these subjects. Um, so we are going to be bringing in more people to chat about all of these topics in depth. Um, we're going to talk more about gender identity and pronouns. We heard from a lot of you that, you know, talking about different sexualities and different genders was a point of interest, but we didn't go as deeply into it as we definitely would like to. Um, talking more about monogamy and polyamory, um, talking about hookup culture, which we didn't really talk about a ton in the first semester, but is obviously a really interesting field of research, especially as we talk about different genders and sexuality and generational differences. Um, so we're just going to really, I think, take a deeper dive into some of the, the topics that we really only just scratched the surface on. 
And also, um, you know, kind of an alert. We're going to be a little more edgier in the topics, too, um, because the first semester was like the intro class. And now we're going to kind of get into some things that are maybe pushing the boundaries a little bit more and of things that you might be curious about but might not have a resource to ask about. So we're going to try to connect you all with the resources and the people. We'll have an episode on the myths around monogamy, for example. And I have a friend who's an expert on opening up relationships, if that's something you're curious about. And we'll, we'll bring her on and ask her to talk about it. And in terms of gender identity, there are experts who talk about that, too. I, I Obviously, I'm a sit-het woman, uh, slightly older. Um, not that old, but um, we'll be bringing in someone to talk about that as well. So what we're, our goal and our intention is to set these episodes full of facts and research to really explain these complex topics, and some of them which are really hard to understand. The other intention we're setting for the spring is to bring in episodes devoted to new research and sexuality as it hits the presses or actually is uploaded online and might not even be available as yet. Right, because something that I think we've we've talked about before but is really important to remember is that there's a lot of great research out there, but it's really not as accessible as it probably ought to be, or at least it's not accessible unless you know where to look. And the only people that really know where to look are academics. Well, it's true. It's, and it's really frustrating because you can go, we could give you a citation and you can go on Google Good Scholar and then all you'll get is the abstract right. and not the right. Research. It's all firewalled and blocked and blah. gated and blah, 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 which is a whole other problem for an whole other day. But our hope is that we can connect you to some of the most interesting and most relevant and most recent research through these episodes and through this semester. So I'm just going to throw out a couple of examples of things that just came out in 2021 and are some of them are coming articles coming out in 2022. Um, one is orgasm equality, scientific findings and societal implications, where the authors did a review of all of the literature and all of the research around the orgasm gap. They're, we're going to take a, a deep look into that research because it's, it's so important. Another article that just came out at the end of 2021 is the importance of mother-son communication around sex and how important that is to emerging young men and their sexual self-esteem and their sexual anxiety and their sexual satisfaction. Um, really important stuff that we're going to cover. Um, and we also have some new research on bisexuality and identity and disclosure that we're going to cover when we talk about um, the various um, sexual orientations. So um, there's a lot out there and I see it and I'm going to make sure that you hear about it in much more detail than we were able to go through in the first semester. So for now, we're going to post um, on our socials after this episode. We'll give you a, a snapshot of what we expect the rest of the semester to look like. But again, we'd really love to get your insights as well. Um, but just to tease it out a little bit, um, we're definitely going to be talking more about kink and fetishes and BDSM. We're definitely going to talk more about sexual identities, um, learning the terms and what they mean, and definitely being more inclusive of different identities. I think we stayed pretty much within the gay, bi, and, and straight, and a little bit of queer realm last semester, mm -hmm. but we want to talk more about um, you know evolving sexual identities. Uh, we'll definitely talk more about sexual scripts and gender roles because they play a lot they uh, have a lot of influence in our in our day-to-day -day lives more than we probably think. Um, and again, we'll talk about hookup culture, which is something I'm really excited about talking about because I think hookup culture, uh, just to tease the myth up front, a lot of people associate that with young folk, but hookups yeah. happen at every, every age, every timeline. Um, 
every generation and have positives as well as negatives. I think a hookup culture tends to have a negative connotation. So we'll, we'll go into that a bit more. Um, also uh, kind of near, near and dear to my heart and that we've heard a number of comments from um, you listeners, sexuality and aging. Um, there's a new qualitative research that will be coming out in 2022 that I was fortunate enough to peer review about sexuality and aging and in the importance of um, stigma around aging and how that impacts sexuality, um, sexuality after menopause, sexuality in light of erectile dysfunction. Um, these are all things that we deal with as we age. And one of the things we'll also discuss is asexuality, um, so a topic that I'm learning about. Thanks to Shannon. You bought me a great book at Christmas. <laughs> yes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> education. Furthering my education, which is important. Um, but that's different. Kind of, that, that asexuality doesn't mean you can't be intimate and you can't have connection. Um, so that'll be important as well. Um, another area that we'll talk about is the myth of the vaginal orgasm, which I take from Ann Cote, a feminist activist um, in the 70s. Um, and we'll talk a bit about that as well. I'm also interested in learning more about relationship structures from my generation versus your generation Shannon, we had a oh yeah, we had a table table side discussion about this already, but I think it's it's a discussion definitely worth sharing with our audience. Yeah, because uh, the terms are really different than what I thought they were. <laughs> Wildly, people aren't going steady anymore. It's the weirdest thing. Nobody's wearing a letter jacket. You know? <laughs> Nobody's getting pinned. It's crazy. <laughs> people are barely dating, from what I hear. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I digress. Um, Yes. So we also in uh, this semester, we'll get back to debunking myths in our usual way. Uh, we definitely at the holiday season sort of just played around with some funny Santa related things, but we will uh, do our best to get back on our charter of debunking myths every week. Um, but for today's episode, let's say that we debunked two myths. One, the myth of New Year's resolutions. We're not calling them resolutions anymore, right, mom? Nope. Intentions, intentions. Intentions. <laughs> and two, the myth that we'll only be covering basic sex education because we are definitely moving beyond the basics in semester two. So put your seatbelts on, get ready to go. <laughs> Buckle up. We're back. Uh, we're more excited than ever to learn about positive sexuality and sexual health. Um, and so I guess that's two myths. Put, put to bed. bed. Ba -da 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 -da. So this is what we have planned for the spring semester. Let us know what you're really curious about, what you want us to talk more about, if there's topics you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, and even if you have suggestions for guests and experts that we could try to reach out to and get their perspective as well. We really want this to be, like I said, a very collaborative semester. So happy new year. And remember, set your intentions towards pleasure, sensuality, and gratitude. And don't forget, this is a DIY syllabus. This is one of those free form schools where they don't give you grades. So send us the myths that like you Hampshire. want us to debunk. <laughs> yeah, it's like anywhere in the Northeast. Um, <laughs> send us the myths you want us to debunk and we will add it to the schedule. Um, thanks so much. And please tune in next week for our fresh new season of Sex Ed Debunked. See you then. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of Sex Ed Debunked. During the course of our podcast, we have limited time together, which means that unfortunately, many identities, groups, and movements may not be represented each week. The field of sexuality and gender orientations, identities, and behaviors are changing and growing rapidly, and we remain committed to being as inclusive as possible. Please remember that all of us, including us, are learning in this area and may occasionally slip up. We ask that we all continue to be kind to one another so that we can create a truly inclusive and accepting environment. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sex Ed Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media along with myself, Shannon Curley, and Christine Curley. 
From Trailblaze Media, our engineering is handled by Ezra Winters. 